What's going on, investor family? Listen to the Stock Market Tour Guide podcast, where I help you navigate the uncertain world that is the stock market. I'm your host, Stock Market Jay, and I'm here to save the day, bring you the news you can use with regular fundamental analysis, insights, helpful tools, and strategies. All right, guys, so as we get started with every episode, as a disclaimer, uh, this is not financial advice. I am not a financial advisor. I'm a, simply a fundamental, uh, active fundamental investor who's looking to educate potential investors or, or current investors um, in the ways of uh, fundamental, uh, intelligent, practical, and safe investing. Um, fundamental investing is going to be one of the safest strategies you can use because you're a- actually analyzing businesses at their core, right? And you're, you're investing in sustainable businesses uh, in a practical manner, which um, would generate you uh, a greater return than if you were just speculating and taking tips right because you're doing your own fundamental research so i always say this is the education platform so any examples uh any hot takes any stock picks that i might have they're for uh educational purposes and example purposes only and you should do your own fundamental research before investing always all right guys so uh with that being said um tune in guys tune in follow me on uh, uh youtube uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel Stock Market J. Follow me on Instagram, uh, Stock Market J. Follow me on Facebook, Stock Market J. Follow me on Twitter, Stock Market J. One, uh, and just just be ready to, you know, dive into the 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 wisdom and the knowledge and in my experiences. Right, I'm rich in experience uh, from my time as an investor and from you know immersing myself in the world of stocks, in the world of business, in the world of economics. Right, to be the best. Uh, invested I possibly can be so the educational process has definitely been there for me and I encourage all my listeners to um, do the same for themselves because uh, proper education as we know as I know uh, limits risk and maximizes profits all right guys so today uh, I'm going to be talking about CVS being a stock to buy yes CVS is a stock to buy. It is a hot stock, baby. It's jumping like a hot potato. All right, CVS is definitely, um, in my opinion, uh, um, the strongest uh, business in the healthcare and retail sector. They are a healthcare uh, company primarily, and you know they are, of course, a retail store. So I'm not saying they're the best retail store, but I am saying that they're the best healthcare. Uh, uh, in the retail space, right? They have that. They have that healthcare uh, sector pretty much locked up. They're dominating it uh, by a country mile, right? Um, and I just want to kind of give a breakdown on why I feel that way because CVS is often compared to Walgreens, as we know. Uh, they have a few competitors, uh, Rite Aid, uh, which is owned by Walgreens. Uh, the other competitor is Walgreens, which they're closely compared to the most. Um, United Health Group and uh, Walmart are some of the top uh, competitors in the healthcare and retail space. Um, and I actually did a field test um, um, here recently, you know, kind of, uh, and, and I encourage all investors to um, consume uh, uh, products and services of companies that they're looking to invest in. If you can, if it's like, you know, if you're able to. You know, I advise you to actually like go to stores and do store checks. Um, go to these companies if it's a food restaurant and do you know uh, food checks. So if you want to invest in companies that are doing, because this is something hot right now, um, the uh, 
like the Beyond Meats or like the um, you know, the plant-based stuff, uh, do do checks on that, right? Uh, if you want to invest in uh, Apple, I advise you to get an Apple phone and just see how it works, you know, and see if you like the process and is it it's a certain educational process that comes with investing that you should want to understand what it is you're investing you want to understand the fundamental business uh, uh of that company you're investing in and you want to be able to understand what it is they do how they make their money things like that right um so i went and did a field test i went to cvs like literally just a minute ago probably like not even 15 minutes ago i did a field test i went to cvs i went to walgreens um from the standpoint of inventory i'm going to say cvs definitely has a wider range of um of, of inventory it's kind of like a, a very mini store i know walgreens likes to be a mini store but cvs has a bit more variety um walgreens shelves are a bit more empty so cvs has more uh stock on its shelf right i mean walgreens has more discounted items like don't get me wrong discount discounted items uh cvs still has the discounted items on its shelf but walgreens is like every aisle you walk down and it's not really that many aisles in there cvs is like a is pretty loaded up uh walgreens is like a buy one get one half off buy two for this price type of deal and you gotta that kind of makes me wonder how it's affecting margins don't get me wrong the retail sector as a whole is feeling that uh, because they were so loaded up with inventory um, from when we were in a state of expansion, when the economy was expanding, there was so much inventory loaded up by these retail stores, they couldn't get the products off the shelf quick enough. They couldn't they couldn't have more than enough inventory, right? But now since the economy is shifting to a state of contraction, they don't want to hold as much inventory, but a lot of them are doing the best they can to get rid of it. So um, that's just some of the things that I noticed. Uh, being up there the shopping experience was a bit different in CVS and you're gonna see why when I give my breakdown so basically um, CVS has uh, 13 billion dollars in cash on its balance sheet um, sitting in cash I'm like sitting in cash uh, 232 billion in assets under management right with uh, 57 billion dollars in debt so if they if CVS had to go out of business right now they would have to pay off the 57 billion they sell all their assets right and and they would owe the 57 billion in debt so whatever's left over which I would say about maybe 170 billion will get paid to shareholders and investors right so it's a good chance that everyone will get paid <laughs> Walgreens has about 2 billion in cash on their balance sheet with 81 billion in assets and 8 billion in debt don't get me wrong they, they don't carry as much debt as CVS but they also don't have as many uh, assets under management or as much cash um and I'm, I'm gonna be comparing Walgreens to CVS a lot because that's like their direct competitor like they, the buildings look alike the the you know what i'm saying like the 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 logos are in the same letters like everything about cvs has always been related to walgreens so i'm, I'm kind of going in that direction um cvs has actually been doing a great job with this vertical integration uh, and this is what makes it such a hot stock to buy a hot stock in my opinion and a great business um they just bought out a company called signify uh, and Signify is a, a, a it's a newly um, it's a new company uh, new enough it's a it's it's about five to ten years old a new company um, they, they came out they IPO at about four and a half billion dollar valuation 
and what they do is they um they kind of make a, a they do a value based payment plan uh in terms of you know how they sell their their products right their their medicines and things like that so it's kind of changing the healthcare industry uh, with their pricing and stuff like that making uh medicine more affordable and because a lot of times you know things are expensive uh in the medical um uh medical sector right uh so they own those guys who brought in eight billion dollars in revenue last year so of course that's adding to cvs's overall revenue it's under their umbrella right um they own Omnicare, a company called Omnicare, which is the leading uh, provider of pharmacy services uh, to long-term health care facilities. Uh, they, own, they actually own Target's pharmacy and retail clinic. They don't own Target, but they own the, the pharmacy and the retail clinics. So they just basically expanded their sales to those places. Like if you buy stuff, you know, get your medicine from Target, then you get it from CVS. You know what I'm saying? Um, they own a company called Aetna who sells traditional and consumer-directed health care insurance. So they're in the insurance industry. And if anyone knows, insurance is like the foundation uh, outside of uh, financial literacy. Insurance is like the foundation uh, for wealth building. So a lot of people have made fortunes selling insurance. Uh, and CVS owns a company who sells, you know, health care insurance. Uh, they sell medical, dental, pharmaceutical, uh, mental health care, behavioral uh, healthcare type of insurance and they can get it through your employer or you can get it like you know personally you you personally yourself right um so cvs has done a great job of vertically integrating and expanding their business man a, lo a lot of assets under management and they touched on what made that so dope is they touched on a lot of different potent points in the healthcare sector from the insurance to the expanding the pharmacy and retail clinic with uh, buying out Target in that uh, in their pharmacy and retail right to to uh, owning Omnicare, um, you know, for the the services that they do with the long term healthcare facilities right um, to 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 buy and signify who they actually were bidding against uh, Disney, uh, United Healthcare, um, Amazon. And I believe like one more company or that might have been it. Right. They were some big hitters uh, looking to acquire uh, uh, Signify because they they knew what that could have done in their business. Right. Um, they knew what it could have done for their business. CVS bought everybody out. Like I said they had that. They bought them at eight billion dollars. They had uh, 13 billion in cash on their balance sheet. They decided to go spend some money. And when you have an um, ample amount of cash on your balance sheet. You can go make these types of acquisitions, right? You can go vertically or horizontally uh, integrate and expand your business, right? And that's that's the beauties of having cash. I often talk about that when doing fundamental analysis. You want to have a company that's cash loaded, okay? You definitely want them to have more cash than debt. You definitely want them to have just cash sitting up in general because the cash is meant to grow your business. The cash is meant to expand your business. The cash is meant to help you in case of a hard time, help you in case of an, uh, any economic turmoil, help you against any short-term noise. Um, you know, you, you buy more buildings, you buy more equipment, you hire more employees, right? Um, and, and, and then you can acquire other assets, you can invest uh, your money because uh, companies are investors as are we the people who are investors, right? Um, so they, they, they've done a great job of vertical integration, great job, just phenomenal, right? Um, 
So in terms of, like I said, I'm doing a lot of comparing CVS to Walgreens. In terms of CVS and Walgreens, just kind of looking at this at a head-to-head type of deal. Um, so we have Walgreens is going to be, uh, uh, oh, let me, let me, let me touch on this before I jump into that. So Signify, the reason why this uh, acquisition was so dope is because the last week their stock, is, the, right now their stock is trading about $29, $30, right? Last week their stock was up 1.6%. Over the last month it was up 26.22%. Over the last three months, 158%. Okay, Signify stock is up 158%. It just lets you know how this company is growing, right? They're getting on everyone's radar. They are hot. They're bubbling, right? Uh, and over the last year they're up 22%. So this is <clears throat> a relatively hot stock and they are making some noise so this was a potential that's why you had those big name buyers like the disney like the united healthcare like the amazon that were actually looking to acquire this company because this company is doing some big stuff they're making noise right uh anyway back to what i was doing um so uh in terms of uh cvs walgreens kind of comparisons just to put things in a little context for you um uh, we have walgreens let's talk about p ratio so we have walgreens as we know uh, all of my people who have been listening, uh, all of my listeners, all of my uh, you know seasoned investors that have been following me for a while, price to earnings ratio. Okay, what does that mean? That means how much money you're paying for every one dollar that company owns, right? And uh, in the, in the, I mean, the, every one dollar that company earns. I'm sorry. And in the 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 lower the price to earnings ratio is, the more the less money that you're spending to own that company, the more money you're saving. Okay, so Walgreens has uh, first, I'm gonna say their stock price is selling around 36 bucks. CVS's stock price is selling around 102 dollars. Uh, so it's a big difference in the size of the company. CVS is a bigger company. CVS does have more cash on its balance sheet. Balance sheet, they do have more uh, asset under management, and they're just an overall bigger company. They even carry more debt. They're, they're an overall bigger company, right? So the PE uh, ratio of Walgreens gonna be 5.84. And for CVS, it's going to be uh, 16.59 companies. Uh, so you understand that you want to have a company with the lower PE multiple. But in this case, you have to understand that the average PE multiple that you want to be is going to be around 15. Uh, and you have to also understand how fast CVS is growing. So the higher the PE multiple, the, the more rapid growth that you want to see. And... When I break down these numbers, you're going to see how fast CVS is growing, right? Uh, CVS, uh, uh, Walgreens has a market cap of $31.32 billion, okay? And market capitalization is just, like I said, um, when, you, when you have those, uh, it's basically showing how big your company is, and it shows how much, how liquid uh, your company is. Like, if you had to sell all of your assets off, if you went out of business, you sold all your assets off, this is what's going to be leftover for investors right this is what's gonna the investors are gonna get paid on right here uh you know and the shareholders right uh cvs has a market cap of one a hundred and thirty four point twenty two billion dollars significantly bigger market cap again it's a bigger company okay um when it comes to the dividend that they pay walgreens does pay a decent dividend at 48 cents cvs dividend is at 55 cents but you might think that cvs's dividend is bigger because it technically is but here's the thing for the price that walgreens has like the price of their company because i believe they have like a five percent dividend yield maybe six uh and and cvs's yield is only at two percent 
So, but of course, since it's a bigger number, their uh, um, dividend is bigger. But the thing with Walgreens dividend is, since they have such a, since their their yield is pretty hefty, honestly, it really is. And the thing about Walgreens, they have actually increased their dividend for the past 20 years plus. Like, I only went back as far as 20 years doing my research, but they've actually increased their dividend for at least 20 years. So if you're investing in Walgreens, that means you get a pay increase. You've gotten a pay increase or you would have gotten a pay increase for the last 20 years and more than likely moving on into the future, you're going to continue to get a pay increase. Um, and uh, uh, one of the things about CVS, they have started to raise their dividend, but at one point they hadn't raised the dividend since uh, 2017 and they started back uh, raising the dividend in uh, October uh, 5th of 2020 so they actually they had they were the company was making so much money they hadn't raised the dividend in three years up until the pandemic because as we know the pandemic so much economic stimulus in the economy and 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 businesses got to reap the benefits of that so they actually started raising their dividend in the not the heart of the pandemic but in the you know in the midst of a pandemic right um just understand that cvs is growing uh is a growing company okay they're growing bigger and they're growing faster than their competitors okay um right can't stand up to CVS. Walgreens, as I'm, you know, giving you the head-to-head -head numbers on them, can't stand up to CVS. United Health can't stand up to CVS. Uh, Walmart, uh, it can't, it can't stand up to CVS in the healthcare department. You know what I'm saying? Walmart is a bigger company overall, but Walmart does a lot more. I'm talking about strictly healthcare. So in the healthcare sector, Walmart doesn't stand a chance. Okay. Um, as far as CVS and Walgreens, the, the top two competitors in this industry, um, both are beating earnings. Uh, and, you know, and I also want to say this because I don't want anyone to think that I'm, I'm crapping on Wal, uh, Walgreens or that they're not a great company. to They're not a good stock to own. I actually own some of Walgreens stock. Uh, I recently sold out of it because the the narrative on the reason why I've, I've held the company for like a year, year and a half now, and the narrative on why that uh, I bought changed. I made some decent money with them, made a great amount of, in dividends as well, and the narrative changed. Uh, and that's you know, it's a certain time that you want to sell. Uh, let's say the company takes on more debt. Let's say the uh, they change the management team. Let's say that they um. You know, they make a really bad headline in the news that's not just a short-term noise but a long-term problem. Uh, maybe bad investments, whatever the case may be, uh, and, and I found my reason to sell, right? Um, but don't get me wrong, Walgreens is a, it's a good company, not a great company. It's a great place to store money, in my opinion. It's a safe stock to buy and own. Um, the company is strong enough. They do have assets under management. They do have... Uh, uh, a decent a good amount of cash two billion dollars not a company with two billion dollars on the balance sheet in cash um they don't have a lot of debt they don't carry a lot of debt they're they're a good safe company okay they're not a great wonderfully expanding company but they're a good safe company to store some money if you just have extra cash and you can't find any stocks that are like worth your your time or worth your investment because it might be one company might be too speculative one company might be too new they haven't you know beat earnings enough for you they might have missed earnings and some you might trying to see if it's a fluke you know what i'm saying it might be uh maybe some management recently changed in a company maybe you know it oftentimes there are companies don't get me wrong i have a, a, a watch list or a wait list on stocks that's a mile long but 
you know, if you don't have a, a you know a watch list with as many companies as I have, like thirty some thirty to fifty companies on my watch list. If you don't have these, and I'm just waiting on prices to go down, waiting on my portfolio investing strategy to change, waiting to take on, you know, whatever, right? Um, let's say you don't have a, a watch list that long, and you're just looking for a great company to just store some money. It's gonna be Walgreens. I, I bought in at a great number. I watched the price appreciate to a great number, and I made some great money in appreciation and in dividends. It's a, it's a slow grower, but it's going to grow. It's kind of like, um, in my opinion, Apple. I'm not saying that they're on the level Apple. They're on the level of Apple because Apple's a tremendous company. They, you know, they're in a, a lane of their own. I'm not comparing the two, but I am saying like Apple isn't just like Apple isn't like Google or Microsoft, where it's just or, or Facebook, where they're just growing like you know rapidly. Um, the, the stock, of course, the business is growing and expanding. And they're, they're doing amazing things, but for me, Apple is just a, a nice stock that you own to store some money, get a decent dividend, and that's why they pay a dividend. Uh, they're growing the business, don't get me wrong, but most companies that pay a dividend, they it depends on their method of growth. Like CVS, they pay a dividend, but their focus is on integrating. Okay, vertical integration. Uh, Apple, since they're a tech company, their focus is on developing software, operating software, things like that. I don't. They're not too much buying other businesses, or they're vertically integrating like software and stuff like that. They're trying to stay disruptive or stay ahead of their competitors in in that regard, right? They're not too much investing or you know doing those other things. So it's like a really great boring stock that you would just park money in and let it grow because it's going to grow for years to come um so back to what i was talking about so yeah it's um it's a different different type of ball game that's being played between cvs and uh and and and, and walgreens one of them is playing chess in CVS and one of them is playing checkers and Walgreens and you can tell just by the sheer size of the companies uh, just by the, the market caps um, and by the the vertical integration by the assets under management the different the, the the difference in uh, cash on the balance sheet you can just test just a totally different ballgame um, just to give you an example of how a company is growing compared to the other one is um, the price at which the company uh, the stock price, like the, the, the weekly, monthly, three-month, one-year, five-year uh, stock price. So for Walgreens, over the last week, they're up 2%. CVS is up 2.43%. Over the last month, Walgreens is down 10%. CVS is down 2.7%. Stocks have been getting beat up, as we know, uh, for a while now. Uh, and over the last three months, Walgreens is down uh, 12%. CVS is up 11.6% over the last year. So year over year, Walgreens is down 28%. Of course, a lot in part due to the 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 quantitative tightening that we're experiencing in the the state of the economy being in the contraction that we're experiencing and stocks uh um being in a bear market, right? Uh, so over the last year, uh, Walgreens is down 28% and CVS is actually up 19% year over year. In the last five years, Walgreens is down 55% compared to CVS being up 27.7%. You see the disparity in that? And that just kind of goes to the whole notion of how CVS is growing. CVS is 
is a fundamentally more sound business model. They have better management. Who's better at acquisitions? Who's better at running the company? Who's better at investing, right? Who's better at navigating um, these tough times, any economic period? Um, you see which one is the bigger and stronger company, right? Um, CVS is clearly a stronger stock and a bigger and better company than Walgreens. And then over its competitors as a whole. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's head and shoulders above, you know, its competitors. Okay. So you just have to understand. And this is just the fundamental, uh, uh, analysis aspect of it. Like when you're investing in these companies, you want to understand, uh, the company's competitors, how their PE ratio and, you know, their price to sales, price to book ratio compared to those competitors. Um, you want to be able to understand the level of growth in the business year over year, not just the stock price, but the stock price plays a big, a big factor in it too, because you want that to be growing, right? You don't want to be investing in a company that, this is the thing about a company that's growing. If a business is growing, if a company is growing a business seven to 15% year over year, chances are, and it's a big chance that this, that the stock is actually growing as well. If a company is not growing, their stock price isn't going up. It'll grow up for a minute, just like a company like Rivian was supposed to be the next Tesla. Their stock price was booming. <laughs> Investors started finding out that this company ain't worth a darn, and everybody. So now they're selling at really low valuations. They were like a hundred thirty to three hundred dollar stock, and they're like twenty two bucks, right? Um, so if your company's not growing, the 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 Wall Street and the markets will catch up to you, and they will you will be negatively impacted to the downside. Um, you want to do your field test. You want to you want to check these these stores, check the shelves, um, check check how the stores look for cleanliness, check how the stores run, um, see what the shopping experience is like, or, or you know the dining experience is like, or if you want to invest in a company like Tesla, Tesla test drive a car, see what it's like, like see what what the consumers are experiencing. Uh, you, we all use Google. We all use YouTube. We know what that's like. Uh, Facebook, you know, Meta, Instagram, you know what that's like. Like you want to do field tests and you want to know like what the, you know, what, what the experience is like with, with what you're buying. You know, you want to know firsthand what you're buying and, and is it something that you can understand? And if it's not something you understand, then you might want to stay away from it, right? Um, you're going to want to know about, you know, is this company good at acquiring assets? Are they good at growing their business, right? Are they good at vertically integrating? Are they good at horizontally integrating? Are they good at paying down debt? Are they holding too much debt? Do they have a strong, manage, some strong talented management team that's been there for quite some time? Do they have a strong moat? Uh, the thing about CVS is they've actually built themselves quite the moat uh, with the, the amount of investing, the acquisitions that they made. They pretty much made themselves um, like untouchable uh, to their competitors, right? Because they, no one is integrating the way that they are. No one is making the moves, the acquisition moves, investing the way that they are. So uh, they're kind of making themselves uh, uh, untouchable to a degree in that aspect, right? The uh, the balance sheet, do they have a strong balance sheet? They have twelve, uh, uh, thirteen billion dollars in cash in their balance sheet uh, compared to Walgreens, two billion. Uh, the assets under management, the financial statement. Uh, you have to understand these things if you want to be able to uh, uh, fundamentally invest 
on a level of success, right? If you want to be able to, and this is how you limit risk and maximize profits right here, okay? This is the name of the game. This is how you play, all right? And that's what I do. I educate people on how to play the game. But as of right now, everyone, CVS is a stock to buy. CVS is one of the hottest companies out here right now. CVS is a go. They do have a green light for me. I would personally invest in CVS okay like CVS is a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hot stock okay I definitely I have to give it a, a, a five out of five stars CVS is it's a company not only to watch but it's a company to own it's a growing company it's a strong company and and this is a company that's definitely blowing its competitors out of the water so till next time investing family uh, I encourage everybody to do the fundamental research I encourage you to go uh, uh, do your own uh, fundamental analysis uh, I encourage you to keep up with the markets daily okay watch out finance watch CNBC uh, get different uh, angles and perspectives and viewpoints from different people figure out what type of investor you are figure out your risk tolerance don't just sit out here gambling okay this is your money that you're playing with this is your livelihood that you're playing with and you shouldn't be playing with it okay you should be strategically placing these things in order to grow for you okay that's what you should be doing so that's it. That's all. Invest in family. Until next time, I'm your host, Stock Market J, and I just say today, peace.